You're listening to The Driven, the podcast that gives you the news and the views, the ins and the outs on electric vehicles. The Driven is presented by Giles Parkinson, the editor of Renew Economy, One Step Off the Grid and The Driven Websites. Hello and welcome to this latest episode of The Driven Podcast. My name is Giles Parkinson. I'm the founder and editor of The Driven. Along with Renew Economy and One Step Off the Grid, their related renewable energy focused websites. But look, back to EVs, and joining me is the Driven's associate editor, Bridie Schmidt. Bridie, I trust you are well, but I don't think you are very well anyway, but you're soldiering through yet another one of these viruses going around. Yes. Yeah, we're about to find out what, what that is, but having been to Sydney to the MG thing and then being at the EV Expo on the weekend, it Looks like I might have picked up something along the way, but um, can't keep a good girl down. No, (laughs) look, that's one of the problems about sort of transport and also meeting other people and things like that. There's um, there's always something that might get um, might get passed around. So look, fingers crossed, it's not too serious anyway. And thank you very much for joining the podcast. even suffering um, a bit. Now, look, you helped organise and uh, helped host the um, the uh, Zero Emissions Byron EV sort of expo last weekend. How did that go? Look, I think it really went really well. We had, um, it was the first time that we'd been able to run it, obviously, since the um, first time in 2019 because of COVID. And this year it was at the Bangalore Showgrounds and there was just so many more EVs there this year which was really great to see it was you know indicative of the transition that's kind of really starting to pick up pace here in Australia. It's fascinating isn't it because we're actually seeing a lot of these a lot of the local communities are kind of organizing their own sort of shows just to sort of get out and show people um, what EVs are what they can do and the thankfully the increasing choice of models. Yeah that's right and of course this year we had so we had a couple of um, not so much newcomers and from the um, Jaguar I-Pace which I think is probably one of the earlier electric cars to be on the market other than Tesla and Nissan. Uh, there was also a Porsche Taycan. There were lots of different owner cars, so ranging from the Hyundai Kona to obviously a couple of Teslas, including my Model Y. Um, but we also had Polestar, which was really great to see because they've sort of, you know, been quite popular on the market. And also BYD, which is the new entrant. Absolutely. Last week on the um, uh, last week's episode of the Driven Podcast, uh, we featured the renewed or the uh, the, the revamped MG ZSEV, and we had a conversation with their um, marketing manager. Um, now you've got a conversation this week too with um, with the marketing manager of um, EV Direct, which is managing the distribution of BYD in Australia. Yeah, look, I got a chance to um, have a drive in the BYD at 03 with Chief Strategy Officer Troy Todd. I didn't get to drive it, but um, hopefully that time will come. Uh, But it was really good to see it up close finally because, you know, living up here in the northern rivers of New South Wales, it always takes a little bit more effort to get out to see the cars, but we do when we can. Um, So, yeah, that was that was really it was a nice surprise, actually. Okay, let's have a listen with uh, to your interview with Troy Todd from EV Direct. Okay, I'm here with Troy Todd, who is Chief Strategy Officer for EV Direct. Tell me about BYD, because no one's really, it's a new name to the Australian public, isn't it? But yeah. BYD's been around for a while, actually. 
Yeah, so BYD are predominantly a battery company, but they started building cars in 2003. So nearly 20 years now. Uh, this year, they'll produce 2 million cars. And so while they may be a new name to Australia, they've certainly been around for a long time in China, but also in the bus space in Australia. We've been running buses, BYD buses in Australia for seven years now. So new name to Australia from the automotive but well established and one of the global leaders. And so we've heard a bit about BYD, um, at least I have definitely writing for the Driven, and um, we've heard about a few different models that were coming in. What ended up being uh, the decision to bring the Atto 3 in first? And, and tell us about the Atto 3 and what it, what it uh, delivers or what it offers to Australian drivers. Yeah, well, the Atto 3 is the first model for Australia. It meets that mid-size SUV segment, which is a popular segment. Um, and when you're introducing a new model, BYD decided to launch with the Addo 3, not just in Australia, but some of the other global markets. It's a great um, offering for Australia. It's 480K range, um, the BYD safe battery blade technology, um, great size for families. Um, you know, a good middle of the road SUV starting point. Um, the other models that we'll probably add are the Dolphin and the Seal. The Dolphin's a smaller hatch and the Seal is the sports sedan, but the launch of the Addo 3 has been great. It's, we have nearly 4,500 pre-orders of the Addo 3 now. And BYD have, as I said, not just launched that in Australia, but there are the global markets and it's proving very popular for Australia. And so you've brought it here today to uh, the BYD Byron EV Expo, which is being held in the Northern Rivers. And have you had uh, a lot of interest from people visiting the Expo today? Yeah, we've had an extreme, I think I did about 60 people on test drives today. So we've had a great lot of interest. There's There's been a great uptake actually in this suburb from where we are in Byron Bay, there's about 50 people within 50 k's of here that have already placed an order for an Addo 3. So having the opportunity to be here today and for them to come and join us has been great. But one thing that I've loved is that, well, two things actually, one thing, a lot of people are placing an order for their very first EV. And secondly, when they come and see the BYD Addo 3 today, they've been impressed by the quality because they've only seen it online or seen it on YouTube reviews, but seeing it up in, up in, um, you know, up, up, up close, personal, yep. up close, yeah, yep. they've loved it, the quality, the finish, and the price again. So it's been great to see real people going for test drives and sitting in it. And this is the first time time I've been in it too, and I can see, you know, there's like some really interesting design. I wasn't sure about this sort of uh, dashboard, but it's actually got a nice tactile feel to it, and it's um, it it's quite unique. What have people's reactions been going in the test drive with you today and what have they asked about and what, what have been their questions? Their reactions have been positive. As I said before, their, their up close reaction has been great. Um, interestingly, there's been no one comment negatively on the interior. It's quite a bold design interior. Mm. Um, no one's said anything negative about it. They've just been impressed. They've been impressed with the ride. They've been impressed with the features, but the interior um, again I think it look, looks and feels right when you're in it and online it may look different but it's not as bold as what it might look online but no, everyone's been really impressed with the interior. Yeah look I think sometimes some of the photos online make it seem a lot brighter and it's actually got this lovely sort of muted dark blue grey with red stitching and details and it's yeah it's actually you know really nicely done. 
Um, and what are some of the other features of the Addo 3 that people are interested in? It's got vehicle to load capability. Has that been of interest to people? Yeah, it's been of interest. It hasn't been a key point that people have uh, brought up, but when they've seen the functionality of the vehicle to load, they've been they've loved that. I think mainly the range that you know the extended range that we're in has that 480k range been a lot of questions about the charging capacity and how they charge because a lot of them are new adopters um, but I think mostly people have, have asked about the range they've looked at the safety features which is a full suite of safety features uh, they've, they've been impressed by the quietness of it and the performance um, but also the simplicity of how to use the tablet mm -hmm. how to engage with the car mm -hmm. is quite simple and intuitive and people have really commented on that particularly going for a five minute test drive yeah that's really impressive and i can see you know you've got the whole sort of touch screen experience with access to the vehicle controls there but you've also got some controls here in the center console which is kind of a more familiar interface for people isn't it yeah and i think one thing that byd wants to do in helping people transition to evs is they want the cars to feel similar enough that it's not a great jump to a transition and for the ability for people to have their touch screen, but also some manual buttons, um, is helping in that transition. It doesn't feel too much of a difference or a gap from what they're used to, but obviously the technology and the emissions, you know, the, the effect it has is great, but the switch for the average driver who may be crossing from an ICE vehicle is not a jump, it's just an easy switch. It's great, and you say you've already got, you've got, you'll have four hundred, four and a half thousand delivered by the end of the year? Yeah, so we've got up close to four and a half thousand orders, and we have around the four to four and a half thousand locked in for shipping by the end of the year, so if all goes well and continues the way it has been, we look to be delivering those this year. We have got, I think, about a thousand cars on the ground in Australia now, and about another 500 by the end of this week or next week. So the deliveries have started and they're going to be on mass soon. So we're looking forward to getting right across the country, but um, yeah, it's great to have them actually here in the flesh. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see more of them on the roads. You know, I know because it's, you know, when you see a new brand on the road, people tend to notice it a lot. So I'll definitely be looking out for that. And so what else have we got coming soon? I, I, th I hear that the, the BYD Seal might be on the cards next. Yeah, the two models that we have that are coming next are the Seal and the Dolphin. Now, they'll likely get global names like the Addo 3 did, so they probably won't be called Seal and Dolphin, but mm -hmm. until they're actually launched, we don't have confirmation of that. But they're the next two models that we expect in Australia. Um, we expect hoping that we could be able to take orders late December for the seal but we're not sure yet we're still waiting on some final confirmation from BYD but hopefully Q2 next year we should see some deliveries of the dolphin and the seal but until they're officially launched we, we're a little bit restricted and knowing the full details and the full pricing but um, that's what BYD have told us and we can't wait to get the dolphin which is the smaller hatch and the seal sports sedan to have three models in the lineup is going to be really exciting for us and for consumers to have that choice as well and and in terms of what people are interested in now so there's two variants of the addo 3 there's the standard range and the extended range um, what's the breakdown in terms of what people are choosing it's about nine to one people have ordered the extended wow range. Yeah. that's really impressive is that what you expected 
I don't think we expected it to be that drastic. I think um, we want to at all times put the most affordable cars on the road that we can. And so releasing the standard range, which is $3,000 less, we had an expectation that it might be a more balanced take up. But I think because BYD is still affordable at the extended range being only $3,000 more, and I think combining that with the different incentives across the country, mm. or, or often all around that three grand, it's meant that most people have just placed an order for the extended range. And that's a really good point, isn't it? In New South Wales, the rebate's $3,000 and then also the stamp duty's waived. So it sort of gives people that extra incentive to go up to the next level, I guess. Yeah, if you look at this extended model that we're sitting in now, if you order that today, it's say, it's 48 and a half drive away, 48,500 and then you get your $3,000 back. So you're talking about a $45,500 purchase. It's great, so it isn't is great. it? Yeah. And so if I place an order on one today, how long am I waiting? Current orders are January, February expectation. So we, we now that production has begun, we hope that we can um, get the cars here as soon as possible. But if you're placing an order today, it's January, February expectation for delivery. Yeah, good stuff. All right, awesome. thanks for your time. That's yeah. really great Thank and um, well done. Okay, that was um, Troy Todd from EV Direct. So, uh, Bryony, what were your sort of impressions then of the uh, Atto 3? Because, look, it's a new thing. It's, a, it's kind of a leap of faith for people. It's a sort of a Chinese brand, a reasonably famous Chinese brand. Warren Buffett famously invested in it about a decade ago. Uh, it's um, competing with MG as being the lowest cost currently available new EV on the market. What were your feelings after after sitting in that lease for 10 minutes and having a good look around it? Oh, look, I was quite impressed. And you're right, it is a new name for Australians, but BYD has been around for several decades. And in fact, they've had vehicles in Australia for several decades decades in the form of buses. So uh, this is the first time to market for a passenger vehicle in Australia. And the Addo 3 is part of BYD's ocean-inspired range. So in China, they're known by the Chinese version words of things like the dolphin and the seal and so on. The Addo 3 is actually called the Yuan Plus, but um, when you get into it, you can see that sort of ocean inspiration. It's sort of playful and friendly. It's got these sort of uh, a dark muted blue and sort of off-white tones um, with sort of red stitching details and the the designs have sort of got this sort of oceanic um, shapes to them Uh, and it was really quite nice to sit in actually and you could see that there's a high quality of manufacturing there and it was also a nice drive too. It was very smooth, quite quiet. Uh, It's got some really cool features like the rotating touchscreen, which I'm not sure what I'd use it for but I might find it good for certain apps that might be better in that sort of portrait uh, orientation and did, did it get that sort of feeling of quality or did it seem like a cheap a, 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 a um, sort of a cheap car like your twenty thousand dollar whatever they are you get now your yaris's and your things like that with just an expensive battery in it or did it feel better than that uh look i haven't been in a yaris of late i've got to say but no i thought, <laughs> I thought nothing wrong with a yaris actually we own a yaris too look they're really yeah. good cars they just go forever but i mean they're not exactly luxury so you know yeah i mean does, does it have yeah. that sort of european quality i know riz um he wrote a review from us uh, um because mm. he went to the drive day down in melbourne and he said look the first thing he did um was just basically open the door and shut the door and if it's got that kind of european sort of clunk i think he sort of described it as if it's got the european mm. clunk then he's pretty happy um 
How did yeah, you clunk? And he commented, I didn't try the clunk, but I know, I know he did comment on, you know, things like paint spray and stuff underneath and attention to detail. And from my perspective, it had, um, you know, quite unique features to the styling. It's got these, uh, I'm not even sure if you describe them as retro, or but the, the air vents are, are very individual and, you know, the red stitching and, you know, just these, it's got these... Um, sort of red uh, guitar string type things in the door, which um, I sort of thought were maybe, you know, that sort of like Chinese chi kind of feng shui thing. We've got to have some energy going on here in the door. And actually when I, I, I twanged it with my finger and it sort of made this guitar string sound and I said to them, you know what the kids are going to do sitting in the back of these cars? And they laughed and said they're thinking of offering some little BYD branded zip ties. <laughs> <laughs> to stop the kids from going twang, twang, twang in the back. Oh, it sounds like trouble. It sounds like trouble. So tell me, just with the um, with the show and all the people coming and having a look at the EVs, um, what do you reckon they're most interested in? I mean, I, actually, before we move on to that, I'm, I was kind of interested in your comment before when we were talking before that uh, BYD at a, the Atto 3 actually offers vehicle to load, which I kind of see as a big plus, but apparently not many people were asking about it. Yeah, so they, they offered test drives firstly to existing order holders because they had a number in the sort of 50 kilometre radius of the area. And then they um, just sort of put it out to other people that were at the expo. And, and Troy said that, that he took uh, three or four people per car out for something like 15 different test drives during the day. So, you know, that's quite a good number for a community expo, I think. Um, but I said to him, well, what, what were the features that uh, people like the most and as you would have heard him saying just before that not a lot of them had actually heard of vehicle to load so I thought that was interesting in in terms of you know what EVs have to offer that people may not actually really be aware of yet. Oh, it sounds like some of those people haven't been re re reading the Driven closely enough but um, <laughs> anyway um, so um, so what else would you think the people were sort of interested in apart from the BYD at 3 what, what else sort of caught their eye do you think? Well, I know that a few people were interested in the Model Y because I had mine there and I had the, the back open and because I hadn't had a chance to vacuum the, the back boot area and had a bit of um, grass in there, I, <laughs> I chucked a blanket in the back and I took a little picnic basket with, you know, your sort of um, travel wine glasses and what have you and, and, a, and a nice loaf of bread from Harvest at Neary Bar and staged it like a picnic and then I had... Bob Marley playing through the sound system because I hope you were wearing <laughs> I hope you were wearing Bangalore linen as well. Oh no, God no! <laughs> but um, no, it was fun. It was fun, and it, you know that was sort of like just kind of giving people that sort of feel of you know this is a car that you can kind of take out for a picnic, and it's got a great sound system. Actually, I'm really impressed with it. So yeah, it was really fun actually having a um, talking to people about the car and and about and also letting them know about the other cars as well. That's great. Okay, um, so look, um, um, look, congratulations then for sort of um, sort of coordinating and and and, and uh, helping to sort of organise that event, and congratulations to Zero Emissions Bar and for for hosting it and um, and persevering through the um, all the COVID disruptions. Um, just before we sort of wrap up the episode for the day, I do want to point it, you know, to, sort of point our listeners to a great story that you've written on the Driven this week. Um, the first lady, well, the third lady to go solo around Australia in an electric vehicle, but the first one to go around Australia in an electric vehicle solo, not in a Tesla. She's done it in a Mercedes EQ40, is it? Is it uh... 
an AQC 400 and a woman, AQC. Charles, a woman. A woman? What did I say? What did I say? A, a lady. A lady? A woman? Oh, God, shame on me. Um, <laughs> tell us some no, more about no, this. No, tell us. I'm not going to get myself into any more trouble. Tell us more about the trip. <laughs> uh, look, I spoke to Tiffany Overton, who um, has just recently completed a 20,000 kilometre trip around Australia. And yeah, as you said, what was really significant about this was that she did it in an EQC and it's a 2020 EQC, which has got a maximum charging rate of seven kilowatts on an AC charger. And she didn't buy the car with the idea in her head that she would take it on a trip. And in fact, when I spoke to her, I said, you know, you're the third woman to do this. She, she said, she's had no idea. And she's just said, it's just what I did, you know? And, uh, it was just incredible, you know, that it's a really good story to read. I spent a lot of time talking to her and we could have, you know, chatted on for yonks as well probably. Uh, but I was just really impressed with her tenacity. She, she didn't um, fully research what she needed to take with her, as we've seen with a couple of um, other people doing the lap recently. But uh, she worked it out along the way. She, she ended up getting hold of the right type of charger so that she could take advantage of all the different AC charging types, particularly on that stretch uh, west of Adelaide and all the way up to Darwin and around there. And she did it. So, yeah, I encourage readers to, to go along and find that article. Yeah, yeah, no, Luke is a great article and got great photos. And I just love the description she had of the trickle charging, sort of, you know, sucking up electrons through a straw. I just thought that was just so <laughs> evocative. It's just uh, just fantastic. Anyway, okay, Bridie, well, look, thank you very much. Um, once again, congratulations on the um, on, on the uh, Bangalore event. Congratulations to Zero Emissions Byron. Um, please do have a look at um, the reports from that event and also the uh, the wonderful story about the woman who um, has driven around Australia in an electric vehicle in an electric Mercedes. And um, we'll be back with another episode next week. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.